And I'm back. Back on the podcast game. Back on the ones and twos. Um, yeah, I had a random, random spark of inspiration. I just got the final mix back from Lemon Grove. But before I jump in all that, my name is Darren. This podcast is called No One Is Clapping. I think it's actually No One's Clapping. And, uh, yeah, I think I've only done two or three episodes. Um, I wanted to be more consistent with this, but, um, an EP, a project kind of got in the way. Which I, which I think is a rather good excuse to maybe not, I don't know, start up a brand new podcast. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, I just got back the final mix. We still have to do revisions and things of that such, things of that nature. But I got the final mix back. That means I have all of the songs in my digital hands, in my computer. I can finally pick the track listing. I can finally then listen to all the songs back to back, which is something I have yet to do. So I don't really know if sonically they're going to pair well. You know how like when people people drink wine, excuse me as I sip my tea, hold on. Ooh, that's hot. You know how people pair wine with like a good cheese or or even further like you can drink a certain wine that will max that will match well with your steak or I don't know slice of pizza lunchable whatever you have I'm not judging but you know it's kind of like that certain things don't blend well so the track listing to me is pretty you know I think it's very important. I think all artists kind of feel that way. Musicians, people who make music, whatever. Just because like you want the vibe to be the, you want it to be right. And you want things to kind of segue into each other. And with, with that being said, I can finally, I can finally listen to it like that. It's honestly my favorite part of releasing a project, making a project. I do love writing the songs and coming up with melodies and such, but there's something so nice about having something that feels as if it's never going to be final, become final, if that makes sense. You know, once the songs are mixed and I'm in the track listing stage, there's kind of no going back. Excuse me as I drink another sip of tea. That burned fucking everything in me. It's currently boiling my insides. That wasn't smart. Um, But yeah, it's kind of... Not that I can't go back, because even in the mixing stage, I can still go back and be like, you know what? Not feeling that song. Not feeling that second verse. What was I thinking? Smoked a little bit too much that night. Um, But, you know, I kind of like to feel... That when I send them over to Craver, when I send them over to my, um, who is my mixing engineer, also childhood friend, I, uh, it's kind of like a, it's like a catch and release. I've been waiting all day to catch this fucking fish. There's something so nice about finally sending out the songs. They're final. They're done. 
the only adjustments I have to make now are just revisions, small notes here and there regarding the mix. Because that's like a whole different process, right? But the stress is gone. That part is not stressful. Maybe Craver's stressful. He, I stressed. He's, he probably is stressed. I mean, he texted me and he said he was a little overwhelmed. Just because like, I had like a stupid deadline that I needed to make. And uh, I didn't give him a lot of time. But, yeah, in this in this stage, in this process, I ain't tripping at all. If anything, my fucking legs are up. I'm chilling. I got sunblock on. Bitch, we tanning. I feel good. What's the day right now? It's Sunday, January 27th. Lemon Grove, if you haven't heard, my new project comes out February 15th. I can't fucking wait. It's been too long. I've released singles here and there for the past two years. Clearly not enough. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Looking back, I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? How come I haven't released shit? If I thought about it as a mature adult, um, I would realize like, oh, I was taking, I took two years to like become a better musician and try to learn things. And which I think is important, and I think I've spoke about that, you know, whether that was on Instagram story or what the fuck, or to Ava, which you would never have heard that conversation, but to me, it's it's one and the same. Side note, I don't really like to post things on social media, like, you know, I, I, I used to be really into it, and over the past, honestly, two years, which is, which is interesting, and I wonder what the connection is, um, I don't really like sharing things on there. I've never really super been into social media for myself. I love watching other people's social media. In fact, I probably do it too much, as we all do. I also love, like, Will Smith's YouTube channel. So I I like social media. But when it comes to me, I have a love-hate relationship with it, which is odd in the in the time that I am trying to, you know, get my music heard by thousands and thousands of people, social media unfortunately unfortunately these days is, you know, very very important, or so they tell you. I don't I don't know. I think it is, but I mean, I'm going on tangents. I'm sorry. I'm by myself. All right. I'm I'm figuring this out. Um. Yeah, I took that two-year break. Even though I didn't really take a break, I was still fucking working as hard as I could at the time. And uh, tried to become a better writer, a songwriter. I like listen to so many fucking podcasts about music and all the content I watch on YouTube is about that, whether it's somebody producing or, you know, a songwriter. I, I even follow like a lot of songwriters, producers who I don't, particularly care for their music or the style of of songs they are writing but I also understand that they are a master at their craft like just because the song isn't for me that doesn't mean that it's not good like I like to sorry my throat is killing me I like to um study it and sometimes that's just throwing myself into 
the genius geniuses channel where they like fucking break down productions and shit and they also start doing music videos and that shit is incredible i fucking love it i wish they would do different types of music it seems like their focus is trap music rap hip-hop specifically like trap though and i'm not super super into trap but like fuck my favorite one i think his i think the producer's name is teddy something but it's um him breaking down how he made the beat for kendrick lamar uh the song love and uh i i relate to it he he's very much like a wakes up watches a movie which i don't really do that but i might watch like parenthood in the morning who knows get a good cry in um he wakes up watches a movie I think he says he rolls a blunt and then he just starts working and he says he um, works from home, I think on a laptop, similar to me. And he says he doesn't like working in studios, which I don't have a lot of experience. Like I, I have a couple times, but I was never comfortable. I feel so much better at my own home in my own bedroom. Um, speaking of which, I recently, we recently moved. I now have my own little studio, home studio, separate from my bedroom. Are you kidding me? That's a fucking, that's a childhood dream right there. I guess that's a life goal. Check that bitch off. As I stir my tea in the background. You hear that? Um, what was I talking about? Fuck, too high. Too high. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry I didn't make my point. This is me just ranting. Um, I asked a bunch of people on Instagram and, uh, what they wanted to know about Lemon Grove and, or, or my train of thought right now or, or, um, what my diet's like. I don't know. I didn't ask that one, but who knows? I haven't, I haven't looked at these comments yet. I'm about to. Um, I'm not even going to like pre-read anything. I'm just kind of going to go for the first one I see. And uh, the first one I see is uh, by Eric Garcia. I'm guessing it's Eric. It says E. Garcia. I'm going to guess that's Eric. But really, that could be anything. But right now, you're Eric. Uh, biggest inspiration for this joint. Um, there's a lot of different things that come to mind. I'm very weird. I don't think it's like obsessive and here let me explain but sit on that for a second while I sip tea oh that feels so good going down so I'm really weird and uh, specifically talking about music and enjoying other people's music when I find a song that I like I fucking replay that bitch so much and it never gets old I'm not one of those people that like they play a song out for two weeks and then it's old and they're done with it. I listen to this shit forever. I might forget about certain songs and then it will randomly pop up on a playlist one day and I'm 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 100% back in. But I never really get sick of songs. Ones that I love. And it's kind of like an Ava and I thing, but um we kind of go through like phases of songs. So we'll find a song that we both really love, you know, cause we don't, we kind we most like, uh, I would say 80%, 75% of 
both enjoy the same types of music. But those leftovers, those stragglers, that's where we kind of are a little different. So we don't always line up. Majority of the time we do, but there are a couple one-offs. So when we do find a song that we really love, we, we like, you know, cherish that bitch 100% and play it and give it all the streams. And, uh, yeah, so, like, I go through waves. Like, there was this song, I, I think I'm pronouncing this artist's name right. This artist's name right. Jesus Christ. Uh, Lido, L-I-D-O, I believe it is. And he has a song called, I think it's just called Outro, which I think, I'm looking it up on my Spotify right now. I believe it's his, the outro song off of an EP. No! My phone's yelling at me. Don't do that. Sorry about that. Let's see. Lido. Um, or am I tripping? And it's not called outro. Okay. It, it's by Lido, and it's called Time and Space. And in parentheses, it says outro. So I guess it's the outro of the project, which I, I think is an EP, but I could be wrong. I guess what does it matter? They're just titles, right? Um, this song, holy fuck, this song really, really inspired me for a long time. I mean, it, it still does. I, I love how simple it is. I love the melody. I love his voice. It's really challenging for me to make a song with that simple of a production. You know, especially once you listen to Lemon Grove, like... I feel like I really, I really went for that big sound that I layered the fuck out of all my instruments, you know, did my best to make certain things, maybe it was once a guitar, but now it sounds like a synthesizer, you know, like I, I tried to do things like this and I, you know, I want to explore that even more and keep, continue to push that. But I, you know, with, with that being said, I also have just very stripped down guitar I feel like I might have put guitar in every single song that's on the project. Actually, uh, I'm like 99% sure that I did. Just because like, once I, I bought a Telecaster a year ago, two, a year and a half ago, I don't know, and then a bass guitar. Both Fender, beautiful. And that's like when I wrote White Lies. And that's when I like, yeah, you know, had the big epiphany maybe that you would I don't know if you would you call it that but that's when I had the realization that I wanted to you know put a more indie rock sound into my music I was listening to uh, my friend Zach you know I really I really enjoy his uh, taste in music he listens to a lot of like indie rock girl singers um and such. It sounds like beach music. And he put me onto a band called Daywave. Incredible. Fucking love them. And uh, I, I like to tell Zach, because it's true, I like to tell him that he altered my music low-key forever. Like, again, my music's going to evolve and change, but he played a pivotal role because when he showed me that band Daywave... 
it was one of those songs that stuck with me. And I was like, fuck. And I played that song for months, every day, 10 times a day. Um, let me actually look up the song. It's probably, I think it's their most popular one. Drag. Look up Daywave Drag. I was so inspired by this song. Loved the production. Have always been into like indie rock, pop punk, that type of music, you know, especially when I was younger. So it's, and it's so easy for me to like find an indie band and just like enjoy their music from the top, from the jump. It's much harder for me in different genres, pop, hip hop. I have to like really like invest. But yeah, something about indie music, it just clicks. But yeah, like I was, I was listening to that, to that band and similar bands. And side note, if you have bands that are similar to these, any of the bands I'm mentioning, please tweet them at me. I would love to check them out. Um, but yeah, that that band slash Zach inspired White Lies, which inspired The Petty and the Airs, which inspired even Too Young, even though that's different, and uh, that was coming from a different place. Rest in peace to Mac Miller. Um, but all of these songs were because that was the headspace I was in, which I believe is the headspace that I wanted to be in this entire time. I just wasn't ready yet. You know, I was a lot of people ask me like, yo, like I really, I really dig the vibey music you've been making lately, but like, are you going to like rap again? Are you going to spit some bars is a tweet that I got once. And, uh, I don't, here's the thing. Like, I think it was important. Um, I think it was necessary. And I learned and I grew and I had so much fun. But it never felt 100% true to me. Especially if you know me in real life. And if you're really close with me in real life. Which the chances of you listening to this are slim. But that's okay. We got love, so you ain't got nothing to prove. If you know me in real life to that level, I think maybe you would have never said it to my face, but you would have felt and known that this per this persona in my music that I was playing wasn't like wasn't me. It wasn't genuine, and this isn't. I wasn't like evilly rub rubbing my hands together and going, ooh, here's my master plan. Like, I'm going to become a rapper. I thought that's what I wanted. But it turned out it, was, it wasn't the right path for me. You know, I still think that my music has hip-hop in influence. Um, but just rapping is not, that's not organic for me. I mean, there is a song on the new project that is, it reminds me of Quarter Century, but I'd let you be the judge on that. And uh, had so much fun. And that one just fucking, the first day we lived in our new place, I woke up at 6.30 a.m. and wrote the song in like, I don't know, 45 minutes. And it just, it fell out of me. That felt organic. That see, and that's 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 when music is fun. That's when when your passion is fun. When the thing that you're doing just comes out. Like 
not that it wasn't hard because it fucking it, uh, like I said it's it has been a struggle but it took me five years five and a half years of doing music and trying to or trying to professionally do music um to understand that feeling that oh this doesn't come natural or or is extremely hard to get out because it it's not it doesn't feel real like some of my lyrics like if we're just being 100% real here some of my lyrics back in the day I'm like what the fuck was I talking about I was putting on like this persona of like oh we out here fucking hella girls and like but that's never been me I've always been like a relationship guy I'm a love kind of guy. So I like I don't know, I just wasn't being real with myself, which is fucking lame. Don't do that. Never don't be you. And if you don't know if you're not being you yet, if you haven't hit this stage yet, just like start to start to look at do a double take at some of the stuff you post online and some of the things that you you tweet. Or some things you say to your friends or, you know, maybe one friend group and maybe you're completely different around a different friend group or your cousins. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. Try to feel like, try to, try to understand and see which one feels the most right to you. Because even around like different friend groups, I felt, I felt like I was acting different. And again, I wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't so drastic that pretty much only maybe less than five people would ever notice, right? These are the closest people to me. But I noticed. Certain friend groups kind of gave me, like, anxiety, or I felt like I had to be a certain way around them. And it's the same, like, it was the same thing in my music. Like, listening to Trade It Up, now, I'm like, who the fuck? Who was that person? What friend group was I in at that time? Or what was I, what movies or what music was I listening to that, that made me want to feel that way? Because, and again, I don't, I might be saying this about white lies and petty in the air and all this shit I'm making now in six months, five years, 10 years. I don't know. But it feels good now, which is good. Like, fuck. I listened to, uh, like I said earlier, I listened to the final mix, or sorry, the final song, and I got its first mix today. Oh man, I just love the feeling when the mix is better than what you expected. Because here's the thing, I send out the stems, and then, then it's just a waiting game. Like I said early on, it's just a waiting game. Usually it takes, you know, at the, at the soonest, 24 hours. You know, but sometimes it's 48 hours. Sometimes I'm waiting three, four days a week. Who knows? It just depends on how busy Craver is. But I, I allow myself to kind of forget what the song sounds like, especially because like at the last, at that last 5% of me making a song, that's when I add the most shit. Because I'm just like, all right, I just got to get it done. I'm adding harmonies that I didn't even fucking plan on on the spot, like minutes before I'm sending out stems. I'm adding like maybe a pad synth here or I change up some of the drum pattern. Like, it's just, for some reason, I get nervous, and I just want to experiment, and I just kind of go crazy, which is good and bad. 
Um, but I allow myself to forget what all those changes were. You know, I've been working on these songs for months, so I don't want a hundred percent forget what it sounds like, but that last 5% is, is new to me. It's a distant relative. I don't know who you are. So when I get that mix back, there's like 5% of it is little surprises, which is a nice. And then I really get to see like, oh, that was a great choice or that was terrible. What were you thinking? Lay off the indica. I don't. I don't smoke indica. Well, I smoke hybrids. Uh. So yeah, I got the mix back. The song's called "Lover." Um. That's an exclusive that you only catch here. I haven't announced the songs yet, or how many. This one's called "Lover." And it sounds beautiful, airy, full, yet open. The harmonies are fucking great. I'm just very happy with it. And uh, it's always nice when you're, when you're pleasantly surprised. And especially like with mixing engineers, the ones that I've worked with, specifically like Kramer, Kramer. Oh my God, I should call him Kramer. Craver and uh, Jeremy. They like experiment and add shit, you know. Sometimes it's subtle. Sometimes it's abrasive and it's it's too much. And I'm like, yo, appreciate the effort, but I got a vision, motherfucker. No, it's never like that. I, I I want the mixer, or if I ever work with more producers, I want them to experiment, right? Because... If we're just making a song that I would make and do it how I would do it, like that, that that's not fun. Because not everyone thinks how Craver, aka Kramer, thinks. Not everyone knows how I think. You know, putting that together—that's like the—that's the secret sauce right there. Sometimes you work with people who are just yes men, yes women. And they just want to like please you, but I don't want that. I want I want to be like challenged. And uh, yeah, shout out to Craver, he did a great job. Speaking of that, really quick, and I want to get more into Lemon Grove, but I I want to. Um, we're just having a good time here. I recently hired an intern. He approached me through the DMs, and uh, he knew my background about um you know working for Phil. Philip DeFranco, and how I interned, and I was an intern for like a couple weeks, and then I got a job, and then five years, well, seven years later now, but five years later, then I quit my job, and just, uh, you know, how I learned so much, and there was so much experience and value with currency aside. Um, he wanted that, and so uh, he reached out, and I I was totally down, we met him at met at a coffee shop i wanted to make sure he wasn't going to murder me i still don't 100 percent know but uh things have been great he uh i find something interesting about him he is not a yes man which i again like i said i fucking love um he uh like he was watching me do voiceover for something we're releasing this this week and uh he's like oh that was not a good take i didn't like that and this is a guy who I've, I've only known a week now. Um, but I respect so much that he has, like, the ability 
to just like call me out my shit like oh if that wasn't good say it you know like if i'm fucking i'm in a moment or something and i need like time you don't always have to drill it in right pause but i also want people who are going to give feedback and if they truly feel that i could have done better say it i think that's great it's hard to do though i remember i was a yes man i think i um i've never really had this conversation with phil but i i i feel like um the reason why he liked me or likes me i guess is because I wasn't a yes man. You know, ha- being a good employee and and being fast at your job, which f- f- at uh, SourceFed and for Philip DeFranco, like that was important. Man, how did I even get here? My brain works weird. But uh, yeah, like I was also good at the job, but I, I think that I maybe earned a place in his mind, heart, if you will, because I sometimes challenged him. And again, it was never, it was never, you don't challenge if you're just trying to challenge to challenge. Like I actually thought if this suggestion, if I give this suggestion, maybe the outcome, the product could be better. I'm not saying it's the only way, but it's just kind of what, how I feel. And uh, yeah, sometimes it's hard to, it's hard to um, accept that. Especially like, man, specifically music, like I'll work on a song for 12 hours some things are like I'm fucking just adding automation to a synth and just fucking with the synth. And it's so subtle. Only producers or musically inclined people who are really high and listening are going to hear this subtle detail. But to me, it was so important. And then, you know, I'll show it to uh, an Ava. She's, she's really the only one who hears all my demos. I sent it to a couple friends, but she hears like every stage of the process and uh she would not even you know she doesn't listen to music like that you know she wouldn't hear what i did with that synth how it fluttered a little bit but you know she listens to it overall but with that comes a whole new set of ears a whole new set of thoughts and suggestions and i want to say 90 95% of the time if in that moment I didn't agree, very shortly later, shortly after, I'm like, oh, you're right. But it was because I was so invested, right? It was like my baby. So I didn't want to hear anything bad about it. But it's very important. Fresh ears, fresh eyes. I talk about it more in the thing that I'm releasing this week. You'll see it. Um, Yeah, I went on the longest rant. I always do this. I didn't get to the questions. So maybe we should do that now. What do you think? Oh, there's no one in the room with me? It's just me and I can do whatever I want? Wow, that's kind of cool and powerful. Oh, I did get to a question. Eric Garcia. Um, But did I answer it? See, that's what's fucked about a podcast. I don't know. I don't know if I answered it. 
Um, but here, I'll give you a couple quick ones. John Bellion, always and forever. Dude's a legend. Dude is so talented. I can't wait to work with him. That shit's going to be fire. Um, yeah, his album. Oh, yeah, I was, I was saying Daywave. Fuck. The vibes are too strong in this room. I get lost. Um, what else inspired me? That Soldier Boy Breakfast Club interview. Drake! That shit was so funny. Um, Ariana Grande. Man, she's been fucking killing it, bruh. Seven Rings is so fire. Especially that third verse. Are you kidding me? Thank You Next was a bop. Oh my god. Thank You Next was one of those songs that was just on loop as what as it was for everyone else in the world this was like i don't know what record it broke but it broke all of them yeah ariana grande was big on that list i'm trying to think of things that were not movie or sorry not song music related like i think of a star is born but that's all that's music too but shallow oh man fuck i watched lady gaga and bradley cooper on youtube this morning perform it together for the first time at least that's what the comment said um oh it was so great so special lady gaga did to bradley what bradley did to lady gaga in the movie what outside of music has been inspiring me mm. i went to new zealand that was dope. I love being in nature. Oh, I didn't realize when I was a kid. But it makes sense. Looking back, I was always in fucking nature. I grew up in a, I grew up in the era where it was like right before. You know, there there weren't smartphones, so people weren't people had cell phones, but they weren't addicted to them yet because you couldn't do shit besides call people. And um. All I did was play outside, rummage through the, you know, like what was a forest to me when I was a kid, rummage through that alone with a BB gun, pretend like I was like a cool guy in a movie hunting, I don't know, <clears throat> or playing basketball, like I was just always outside. So like going to New Zealand reminded me of that again, reminded me that like I do I like being outside, bitch. Catch me outside anytime. I'm about to um I'm about to eat a spoonful of honey. Cause I'm feeling a bit hoarse. They say that's supposed to help. Oh, it's real sweet. Real sweet. Um, but yeah, New Zealand was dope. Highly recommend it. If you like nature, go have some good times in nature. Um, I'm going to read another question from my Instagram. If you want to follow me, because that's important, right? That's something we all care about. Why? I don't know. If you had one guess in this moment, what would you say my new EP is strongly about? I mentioned it in the past 15 seconds. Moving on. 
Um, let's see. Um, this is from Retro Solo. This wonderful human says, how do you get motivation to make and release music? Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't, it's, uh, I don't really have to force it. It's just what I want to do, what I enjoy doing. So I just do it. There might be days where I'm like not as motivated as the, as the past, but, um, even those days, it's not, well, that's a lie. I do have, I have days where I work on music all day and it's just not working out, which that has happened many a times working on every single EP I've ever made, every single song I've ever made from gas station beanies to all the way to lemon grove. Like I want to, I want to hope that in the future, and when I put in my, what is it, 10,000 hours? 100,000 hours? That sounds too much. 10,000 hours. Which I don't even know. I'm, I might be there already. Who knows? Probably not. But when I, you know, have 15 years under my belt, I want to believe that those struggles are going to go away. I don't want them to go away completely. Because I don't want it to become too easy. Then I might get bored. But, yeah, those struggles are definitely real. Like, if you're at home making music and it's hard and you hate it and it doesn't sound how you want it to sound, bruh, that shit happens to me every day. So, don't sweat it. Um, But other than that, like, that's just, I work all day. I get discouraged because none of it was good. I go to Ava and complain, and she says, tomorrow will be another day. So try tomorrow. As long as you're doing today, if it sucks, try tomorrow. All right, well, should I read another? Mm, wow. I'm not going to say this person's name, but this person says, not a question, but I lost my virginity to your music. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's a little weird. Unless, like, you lost your virginity when you're older. Then that's kind of cool. But if you're a child, uh, you just understand, I'm, I'm a 28-year-old man. So that's the only reason it's a little weird. But putting myself in the mindset of how I was when I was a teenager, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool... I guess that's kind of a compliment. Um, I'm looking at more questions. Griffin said, what is your favorite part of the process? I said earlier my favorite part is listening to like the final mix down um, of the whole project from front to back for like the first time, which is a very special part, but... I'm guessing you mean more of the songwriting, recording, producing part. Um, honestly, when I work all day on something, 
and I write melodies and um, record it, even if they're demos, and then listen back to it at the end of the day. And if I'm still like playing it on loop, then I know it's good. But I think that's my favorite part, like impressing myself. My favorite part is impressing myself. There was like a tweet that I retweeted. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know who it was, and I don't know how to credit it. I'm sorry, but I think they were an artist, and they essentially said something like, "When, when people ask in interviews, like, how did you write that song? What's it about? Like, such and such." Artists inside feel like, bruh, I don't know. I don't know how the fuck I made I made that? You joking? I wrote that shit right there? That's me singing? I feel that way every time. Every time I finish a song, it's like this haunting feeling. That I'm never... Or excuse me, daunting feeling. That I'm never gonna be able to do that again. Or I'm just like very confused on like how, how I did that. That's a nice feeling. Initially, but when it settles. Yeah, I guess like hearing the song, listening to it, feeling nice, right? And being impressed. But then very shortly feeling scared because I'm like, how the fuck am I going to top that? And I, I do I will say now I came back to America on like January 6th from New Zealand and I mean I had majority of the beats made for majority of the beats made for Lemon Grove I would say I they were all around like 65% complete I had a good chunk of it written, um, probably 65%. None of it really recorded, though. And I knew that I wanted to finish it in the month of January. So I was really like, I got like some type of app and made a schedule. When I got home, I didn't stick to that schedule at all. You want to know why? Because I was faster than the schedule, which is fucking incredible. So I, you know, I abandoned that app because I didn't need it because I was... I was blowing through it. But, and when I say blowing through, I'm like, I was going faster than expected. It was still a struggle, but I just like came back with a new mindset that I'm like, oh, normally I would give up at this point. I would work for a couple hours, be discouraged, and then kind of wrap it up. So instead of doing that this time, I would work 8 to 12 hours a day even if I felt discouraged I'd just keep pushing and if at the end of the day it didn't sound good I'd wake up the next day and do it all over again and with that energy songs were kind of flowing a lot easier and the production the ideas were coming faster and execution was there I'd go like 4 days in a row just like banging out songs and then I'd hit a day where it was fucking terrible and it was like a train wreck and feel so discouraged and go to sleep and feel dumb and 
wake up and kind of that feeling washed away. And maybe that day was better or maybe that day was just as bad. But I just like kept going. And then I hit the finish line, which is fucking incredible, scary. Can't believe I did it. But uh, my favorite part is impressing myself. All right, I'm going to do one more, and then I'm going to wrap this bitch up. Remember, Lemon Grove comes out February 15th. A lot's going to come out in February. So just just let that settle. Let's see. Let's see if there's any more. See all. What was that? Mm, I kind of already talked about that. Sorry, there's I'm just reading. Okay, um, this one's from Kyle. What does a day in the life of Darren look like? Um, it depends what what kind of Darren you have at that moment. Is it, um finishing up EP Darren? Is it freelance Darren? Is it, I'm going to just try to make something and see what happens, Darren? Because like if it's finishing up project, Darren, it probably took me, I mean, I turned it, turned in the album a couple of days ago, 20, 21, 21 days to finish it, to go from that 65% to then 100%. Um, so, you know, I was waking up at 6.30 a.m. And um, making some tea. Making sure my my desk and everything was neat because I can't fucking concentrate when it's messy. Um, and then headphones on and fucking keep going. Start working. And then a couple hours will pass. I'll get up from my chair and uh, make some breakfast. I don't know, go bother Ava, walk my dog, and then come back to it, work some more hours. Fuck, then it's 1 o'clock. Eat some food and then go back and work more. Like, it's... It's crazy because I, I had a long conversation with Ava the other day. It doesn't really feel like work. It, it feels like I'm, I, I equated it to how there's people, a lot of people in this world who, who in really enjoy their downtime, their past pastime. They look forward to it. And, you know, they'll do things like watch movies or play video games for hours because it's fun. That's how I look at it. I look at music like that. It's just like playing video games. Like I'm just having fun. And just like video games, you get discouraged because you're not as good as the 12-year-olds on PlayStation Live or as an Xbox Live. I don't know. I don't play games that much. But that 12-year-old is fucking so good. Headshot every motherfucking time. And you look at... You look at your peers who are maybe younger or whatever, better... 
And you're like, how the fuck are they making it look so easy? It's all just a video game. Like, it's all just, just keep doing it. You'll get better. You'll learn the buttons. You'll learn all the shortcuts. And the same with music. Like, I just realized, okay, I'm going to get discouraged. I'm going to hate this at times. But if I keep pushing, I'll, one, get better. But two, 99% of the time, you're having so much fun, fucker. So, like, oh, 1% of the time you get sad and a little bummed? Grow up. Huh? That ain't that bad. Um, you know, maybe I'll sprinkle some basketball in there. I'll sprinkle some parenthood in there. Gilmore Girls, even. And, uh, Ava time. But that's, like, EP mode. You know, oh man, it's weird that, that that question makes me think about my life. I don't really do other shit. I don't go hang out. When I see my friends, it's playing basketball. We play every Saturday. But I don't go hang out with people often. I should try that more. Maybe it might spark something new. I uh, hope I answered your question. It's a lot of me at a laptop and in between I try to stretch because I can't touch my toes and that's just embarrassing and um yeah I try to laugh as much as possible my name is Darren you clearly know that if you're 50 minutes into this podcast I just want to reintroduce myself I hope you enjoy Lemon Grove I hope you enjoy everything else I'm putting out this month, next month, next year, I don't know. Um, let's have a conversation. Tweet at me. Let me know. Hit me up on the Instagram DMs. Wherever the fuck. There's so many there's too many places for you to contact me. Let's just be honest. We're all like glued to these fucking things. And I said we, myself included. And we're just contacting people all day. <laughs> all fucking day. It's too much. It's too much. Is scaring me, all right? Social media scares me. Uh, listen to Lemon Grove. Watch the music videos. Share it with your friends. I'm a, I'm a very small artist. Your support fucking means everything. It's, it's so dope that y'all really show up. It's pretty crazy. Um, keep doing the damn thing, and I'll keep making music. All right, friends. Have a good life.